Dear Masters, I up till now have kept my prudence in case of disaster, but too much in the sun or under the stars, going to work and driving my car, and programming for purposes far, the computers run for local overlords has made me rude. I cannot occlude my own solitude with another insincere smile. I am a hostile now, and happy to be. Or at least as I'm saying this, I see that it's key that I say that I am. I am. I really am. The conversations we've had are going public now. If you'll permit me to allow the world's charitable gangsters the attempt in purchasing the share. I admit to the open air that even if not hostile, I insist it better to be. I persist in the vicious zest of knowing the dull dish of life kills us as we're bowing to the infernal spring, damnation summer, crucifixion winter and fall, the ruin in and around us all. You have not another lecture on the brokenness of nature. Settle not another sober eye on the broken home or the world outside. Beg not another sentinel spy see safety coming far away or hint of war and barbarian eyes. For it is you and I, who are war and hell and ruin, in whom live the hard force of a mind coursed against itself, and in whom, if we are willing, is the word to stop the life in us from killing more life in a world we can't see. But still inside, you and me, to call it old is not to call it gone. And I'll lapse, I'm sure, into oblivion again and lose my nerve. And when I do, please say to me, Lie then and pass away, non-entity and coward. We've no use for you. Go to your room and sleep and hide your teeth. And when you dream, a half-remembered scene mixed up with hopes and half-remembered friends will extend upon waking to conviction that's breaking as the book that read and wrote us expands the angriest lotus a world at peace has seen. Light the unwelcome guests to usher in. That anomalous guest, subtle confident time, the leaf of flame deep speaking, that inhabitant of smoke who does not arrive or offer, does not look backward, does not in drum center of rhythmic plot approach rhythmic thought, does no appreciating, does not disdain, does not storm or study, but is, as the fact is, rain, trees, rocks, all these. It knows it's not that there's no inception, just that it's definitely done. There was a beginning now that's over. There was a lamplight crossing over a mirror shoulder that's now hanging on the wall. You in it could see a god now stepping down, whose requiem embrace announces release for a child in chase, for a word will replace with necessities knowing that now innocent, attentive, and alive, a lamp now shines on it. It now must know that it's a mirror. I am a mirror now, those just arrived, see the world in as they live. I am right and wrong, weak and terrible, stubborn trunk, certain stone. 
I am a pattern of hard return, who those in conversation burn to keep the cold out, who know not of me, except that I am not cold, which we want out, until they know I am, and so they can, if so, if willing, if ready, keep others warm. But who is the god that sleeps and falls from far-off probes and once warm beds or coffins cold? Who sleeps beneath steeps, shapes, ground organization and real estate, conversations open or close, the image and the account of those we call ourselves, that fraud called nature, ice, the arrangement of earth? Who is judge of birth, the miracle of birth we know? and the real changes in recognition. Who judges the end when it's seen to come or is known to have come already? Are they the same that we see now? The heroes all out from the past, out past the Pacific, the peaks, the plains, trails, streets, halls, cares, who come to the office upstairs to tell us as only a word of theirs could assure that the end is here, is in fact already done, or rather that it's one of a number we should not have assumed? It has not ended because it has not begun, which is what we mean when we say we're done beginning. And so we assume the end invisibly, as invisible protest for gods that are gone. Love's end is here, time's end is here. This spirit fades, its replacement is none. A guest most unwelcome thus is this emptiness, and all across the vesseled houses where home cooks cook with butter, I lie and say I like it better being nothing. Stand with empty hands a little stunned, Say nothing, am nothing, am not recognized by friends. I am a candidate for public office, and I'm running my marathon for the sins of empty people. I love the romance of the local steeple, and how when anybody sits on the steps of the church with a local bagel, they're winningly able to be a member of fables they'll be notified about as soon as they've opted in. I have here in this information bin facts and feelings and stand-ins to cast proper magic for someone in your demographic. I see a cyclical strain as the life in a strains. And I don't love myself because it seems strange to love nothing. That said, I'm not hating nothing either, which is some relief for this ether burden seeming, this renter, debtor, mortgager, drone who no longer alone bends down to his son and bends up to his wife and cat at home. I still transcribe songs from out past the sphere of the moon, but masters, I no longer question their form, that being the imposter of function, which is something I was told a long time ago, but only now that time is gone am I that fact among. Computers are stupid in the sense that they have no sense and so no opposites open. No better than one closed, we say, who with a little time the opposite shows, and after much cloistered striving arrives at no longer arriving, contriving, 
contending, exposed. Naked ideal of old, saved, bestowed, given up, vacant gold, idle head, empty heart, no self to assert, no mind to disclose, free, alive.